0: Hi, this is Dr. Mini Malhotra and welcome to A Better Prescription. As a physician, I have always wanted to find solutions and take care of health away from prescriptions and procedures. And this podcast is a tool that will help and guide you to a natural root cause approach that will not only help you heal naturally, but it will also prevent diseases and reverse them if not too advanced. So today I'm going to talk to you about a very interesting topic called as biohacking and it's become really popular now and people, you know, do a few of the things to try to biohack so that they have longevity. In addition to longevity, it enhances wellness and vitality. So what is biohacking? It's essentially the practice of changing our chemistry and physiology through science and self-experimentation to energize and enhance our body. So it's a broad definition but that also because the concept is constantly evolving. So it's a crazy sounding name for something not crazy at all. The desire to be the absolute best version of ourselves. And the main thing that separates a biohacker from the rest of the self-improvement world is the systems thinking approach to our biology. And so you can just imagine when you look at a cup of coffee, how does that feel to you, right? Pre-coffee, you're sleepy post coffee you're wide awake the only difference is the coffee in your stomach. The lesson is that when you put into your body what you put into your body has an enormous impact on how you feel and we all know this what we eat and drink is one way of how we alter our state and music is another thing if you put some kind of smooth you know calming music you feel different and If you put some rock and really fast music, you feel different. So the things that we put into our stomach and ears are inputs into our biology. And as humans, we are complex systems and what goes into us affects what comes out. I'm not just talking about poop, our behaviors, our health, our performance in every area of our life, there are outputs. So if we want better outputs to have more energy and focus to be free of disease, to have better memory, to perform optimally in business, athletics, then let us tweak the things we put in our body and mind to stack the deck in our favor. And biohackers use many tools. One of them is Quantified Self, which was done by Dave Asprey to measure inputs and outputs and to experimentally test the effects of different tweaks. So biohacking is about getting your hands dirty and learning from the experience. So the first thing I want to talk about is gut your posture. So we all know that sitting for long periods is terrible. It causes muscle tightness, destroys our potential for athletic performance and eventually it causes injury and chronic pains. We aren't supposed to feel that pain. So there are many people who are now working on mobility and how you can restore natural mobility. There are some tips for restoring the natural mobility. One is 10 minutes of your time on foam rolling every day. Simple and effective. Two is maintain a neutral spine position and follow a sequence to stabilize your spine. Try this now. Squeeze your butt, breathe out, and pull your ribcage down and engage your ab 20%. Now set your head in a neutral position, the ears in line with the shoulders, and imagine someone is grabbing the top of your head above your ears and pulling upward. This is the same stabilizing sequence that can be used while you're standing and when you're standing twist your feet into the ground like a screw to add more stability. Unfortunately this posture is really hard to maintain while sitting. A more stable sitting position is to sit cross legged or butt to the ground squat in your chair and you look silly like doing it but you'll get the last laugh and you can also have an accountability partner and you can see how Each of you are sitting uh, and what is your posture and you can give a you know some gut punches if someone is not doing that. So recap is spend 10 minutes foam rolling each day every hour practice resetting your posture by following the neutral spine sequence and punch friends in the gut if they aren't engaging their abs. Two is eating the right nutrition. So nutrition was a popular topic always has always been and it's really you know is really really important because if you have to treat food as your medicine, uh, eat a lot of vegetables, grass fed butter, grass fed beef, pastured eggs, low mercury fish, moderate starches and fruits, and cook lightly at all. And you can drink coffee. Yes, there is Dave Asprey's bulletproof coffee is pretty good. And sugar is something that you really need to avoid. Is linked to almost every disease and is more addictive than morphine. So they did an experiment with mice and they put a bowl of sugar and they put a bowl of cocaine. Actually the mice who kept going again and again back to eat the sugar from the bowl rather than the cocaine. So that's how addictive it is. Then also think about the gut brain connection. If you have a food sensitivity, but eat that food anyway, you get inflammation. Inflammation makes our brain dumber. So test for food sensitivities and then stop eating those foods. It can be tested thoroughly. There are many tests that are available, which, and, and different price ranges. You can also do a cheaper test by just eliminating foods and then re-adding and see how you feel. That also will give you some idea. So recap is eat veggies, healthy fats, high quality protein, reduce sugar, avoid food sensitivities. Three is revile yourself in nature. So do you know that every dog is a descendant of the gray wolf? The adorable golden puppy with big blue eyes curled up in your lap. Yep, he's a wolf. His great-great-great-great-grandfather wouldn't be rolling over asking you to rub his belly, right? He'd be eating you for dinner. So in that very same fashion is how we as modern humans are no different than that puppy. We have domesticated ourselves, made it a taboo to think otherwise. We are not as fit, resilient and adaptable and much more prone to chronic disease than our ancestors. So if domestication is the problem, then rewilding is the solution. And there are four systems for rewilding our natural nutrition. One is eat living wild foods. Humans like most animals eat living or once living things for fuel. Broccoli once cut from the stem, leg of a chicken, those mushrooms plucked from the ground, sauerkraut covered with tiny microbes. We need these wild foods. If you want to really be a wolf, go outside and forage these foods for yourself. Two is drink unprocessed spring water. What we drink is as important as what we eat but most of us aren't aware that water is as processed as a processed food we know how to avoid and most water has minerals removed and chemicals added. Instead find a natural spring and load up. You can find one near you, right? Otherwise it's better to drink bottled water. You can go to findaspring.com and see where you can get spring water. Three is breathe air from nature. Do you know about the air that you breathe as nutrition? As you can guess that natural air is more rejuvenating than moldy air in our home. So go outside. Another tip is to absorb oxygen most effectively. Fill your lungs by breathing deeply through those diaphragm. Four is expose yourself to sunlight. So sunlight is a part of natural nutrition so expose your skin to the warm rays of the sun. It's time to rewild. Open your eyes and then you can see that little puppy. To become that wolf you have to go back to nature. Start by just spending a little more time outside. So recap is eat living wild foods, drink unprocessed spring water, breathe air from nature, expose yourself to sunlight, go outside, go outside. It can be dangerous and scary but it's important. There's another thing you could do. Joe de Sena, he created the Spartan races. You can go and you can take part in one of the Spartan races and change your fame of reference. A long time ago, people had low expectations and high tolerance. Today, we have high expectations and we can tolerate very little. And my dad was in the army. And of course, we didn't have a lot of money you know we were just happy to be there all the time we had lower expectations and higher tolerance but now living in a in a developed countries you know we complain so much life sucks and we've changed that to high expectation low tolerance so how about you can change your frame of reference then one make yourself uncomfortable attempt a spartan race take a cold shower that's really good it helps with the mitochondrial it actually acts on the mitochondria. Try rejection therapy. Four is contemplate death and read these books like Seneca or Marcus Aurelius. Other thing is be homeless if you, if you're brave enough. You know, there are many people during the pandemic actually bought, a, you know, bought an RV and they worked from, you know, they traveled and actually lived in the RV and worked from there. So you could try that. Number two is meditate. To change where we direct our attention we need to become aware of our attention and then we can consciously create the internal state, behaviors, feelings, situations and the meaning that we desire. So meditation is the tried and true path to enhanced awareness and there are many advanced methods of meditation like neurofeedback, 40 years of zen but meditation is always accessible And free. So start with meditation. There is a general rule about meditation. The less time you think you have to meditate, the more you need to spend meditating. So, recap put yourself in an uncomfortable situation to lower your expectation and raise your tolerance. And two is meditate. So, are you challenged and check in with yourself? Are you still reading fast? Are you participating, inquisitive, eager to teach this to others? Check your posture. Is your spine stabilized or does someone need to punch you in the gut? Just checking, okay? Five is here. music and change your brain. Put on headphones, open Spotify or some app which gives you good music, play instrumental rock or electronic music. When that's on, the world around you will disappear. So the music that you like and you can get lost in your work or any other deeper thoughts. To dig deeper into audio as a biohack, it's important to understand how the brain works at a higher level. So your brain has about 100 billion neurons that uses electricity to talk to each other. At any moment, millions of neurons are talking all at once, which produces a lot of electrical activity and when this activity is measured with the EEG, the result is a wave-like pattern called brainwave. The frequency of this brain wave depends on what you're doing. Beta waves awake. Concentrated alert, we spend most of the day here. Alpha is meditative state, awake but relaxed, twilight state between sleep and waking, improved memory recall. Theta waves is light dreaming, access to unconscious mind. And delta waves is dreamless sleep, restorative, complete loss of awareness. In a process called frequency following response, a consistent sound wave has been shown to change your brain waves. So you have to dramatically increase awareness and audio entrainment can help meditators create awareness eight times faster than traditional meditation. So binaural beats is one of the example of audio brainwave entrainment and here are a few others. Put on your headcaps, recap and try audio entrainment. Another thing, another app is Calm and Headspace. These are also good apps. Six is hack flow. There is an elusive state called as flow state. Flow is that optimal state of consciousness when we feel and perform our best and time slows down. You forget yourself. You perform at your higher level than ever before. In other words, you know those times when you are kicking ass and nothing can stop you. That's flow. And Stephen Kotzler, uh, uh, author of Rise of Superman, realized that action and adventure athletes are the only ones who consistently enter this state. As he says, since the sports put them frequently in a life or death situation, it's either flow or die. And there are 17 triggers to enter into flow. And then the flow is sickly. Before you enter flow, you must experience a struggle. This is the learning phase. Your brain waves shows beta waves in this phase. Awake, concentration. Next, you must release completely. This is what many your subconscious can do. It's magic. Consolidate the information and relax. And your brain shows alpha waves here. Meditative state, awake but relax. Then there is flow. Theta wave, access to unconscious mind. Finally, you enter a recovery phase, delta phase, deep, dreamless sleep, restorative. If you are struggling to complete something, push yourself a little longer and then stop and do something completely different like foam roll in the park. That release is a critical step to entering flow. So the recap is work hard on something then break and disconnect completely and when you return you'll be more likely to experience flow. Number seven is gratitude. You must show gratitude. So think of this sentence and pause and notice how you feel. Oh, this guy has wasted the last 12 minutes of my life I've learned nothing and this person this doctor is just going on and asking me to do you know BS Okay now try this one. I'm grateful for this opportunity to expand my worldview. I'm practicing my ability to read information and filter what is meaningful for me. Pause one minute. Now one more. I'm massively grateful for this speaker injected caffeine into his veins to have energy to compile all this useful information into one concise podcast and I'm grateful to be learning something new and I'm giddy to apply one of these techniques in my daily life. Everything is awesome. Wait, why weren't you already thinking that? If you aren't, then you should. Or you should watch some gratitude videos on YouTube. You get the point. We can think about the same experience in many ways. If we are grateful, we positively change our perspective on our events in life. And gratitude is a biohack, and there are four ways you can start your great daily gratitude practice. One is a journal. Gratitude journal, simply just write down three things you're grateful for each night and sometimes you can even set up a Google form and set a reminder to yourself that you have to complete it. Two is five minute journal. Answer three questions each morning and two before bed and put you in the right mindset to start and end your day. Next is gratitude walk that you should do this on your way to work. Be present, feel gratitude for everything you see and experience during that short walk. Try to feel the gratitude in your heart. Next is gratitude visit. Write a letter. 300 words of love, gratitude to someone important to you. Set up a time to meet them and take out the letter and read it to them. It's extremely transformative. Gratitude is a daily practice similar to meditation. Like meditation becomes more natural over time. And in fact, gratitude and meditation go very well together like peanut butter and jelly. But For those who are wondering, peanut butter and jelly is not always healthy, right? (laughs) So what you put in your body affects you and what you get out. In this case, your thoughts create the world that you experience. If you put gratitude in, you get gratitude out. So recap is develop a gratitude practice. So I'm leaving you with a mission. Pick one, mobility, nutrition, nature, attention, music, flow, gratitude. Try to commit to it for seven days. Make it failure proof. Read the show notes and you can upgrade your willpower and make this habit failure proof. This is all that I have for you today. Now, in our practice, with our practice members, we teach them how to show gratitude, meditation, a lot of biohacking things, especially the nutrition, you know, how you eat, drinking water. All those things are really, really important. And we constantly try to keep them on track to take care of their health. So I'll talk to you again next week with another topic. Send your questions to Dr. Mini at anchorwellnesscenter.com and share this with your friends and family and give us a review, a good one on iTunes. Take care and have a great rest of your day. Bye.